Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cross Media Show. Today's topic is Attack on Titan, episode 9 of the final season. Uh, technically, episode 68, but we're very close to 69 next week. Very close. Can't um, wait. Can't wait either. Um, today's guests are the usual guests for Attack on Titan. Fiona, how's it going? It's going great. Yeah, is it? It feels like it's going great <laughs> today. Um, Christian, how's it going? Gesundheit. Um, God, I don't know why I keep saying Gesundheit. I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Glad to be here. Good, good, good. And uh, Ryan, who is cosplaying today. How's it going, Ryan? I, I'm, I'm, I'm living, I'm living. How about yourself, Ruben? Uh, it was a good day, and then it stopped being a good day, you know, as soon as I spilled that Coke. I blame that's because it, it was Canadian Coke. Yeah, I blame Canada for this. Canada has nothing to do with you spilling a drink on it your It has everything to do with it. Maybe the cans up in Canada are just like... They don't have as much friction as they do in the U.S. Friction. You rude. Um, <laughs> let's just jump right into it. Fiona? What did you think of this episode? Hello. I thought that it was informative, but I didn't exactly enjoy it. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I think that it was needed. Mm. We needed this information moving forward, especially with everything that's going to be happening next. Just like we saw in the first few episodes where we had kind of a lead up. Um, this time it took a little bit of a weird situation where we went not only into present time, but before everything happened three years ago, not even four years ago. Um, and this is kind of just what we needed. I think if there was a few areas that were a little bit jarred, um, okay. but I think overall this was needed in the long run. Good. Um, yes, I happen to definitely agree with you. I think this episode, for me, this episode was very necessary just because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on partially. Um, uh, I didn't know who these yeah. new people were at all. Uh, but I'm mm -hmm. glad I finally got some background info. Mm -hmm. Christian, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, just to kind of quickly recap my thoughts. Um, I wasn't a, a, a fan of the nonlinear narrative entirely um, just because I was enjoying the pace that we were building. Yeah. Um, then I reminded myself that it was TV um, and it was needed. Uh, so it was nice to get kind of a reflective look um, kind of back a little bit, kind of get some context. Okay. Um, and then I, I really enjoyed um, like all the characters kind of reflecting on, on Sasha's death. I thought that was done really well. Yeah. But what I didn't quite enjoy was the exposition dump with like all of like Zeke stuff that we're getting in the middle of like Sasha's death that that to me just didn't jive yeah. too much. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna like don't turn this into one of those episodes where it's like, oh, she wasn't really a main character, so it didn't really count. Like, I feel like you should have focused uh, the whole episode either on Sasha's death or Zeke stuff. Don't don't half ass mm. it. Mm. Ryan, what did you think of this episode? I'm definitely in the camp of you guys that I think this was one of the weaker episodes of the season so far. Not as far as Christian, because I also think we did need this information and 
Oh, yeah. I think maybe two episodes yeah. would have been good. One of full flashback like we got when... Um, got... Um, former Titan. Why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, Reiner. Ron Reiner. 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 When Reiner is going through like his time over in parody as a kid... And like that whole mission, how that one, how that episode worked. We could go on two episodes, mm-hmm. one of the morning and everything of Sasha, and how that affected as the next episode, and this one being just um them talking about what has happened in parody, like how they got the plans to build all this stuff, how that whole mission came to be. I think would have been really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then. Yeah, no, that's really just my thought on it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that this was necessary. I think I, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Christian. I, I think this was mm-hmm. an episode that was just as good as the rest of the season. Like, d- definitely, it was much better than, like, the first couple oh, of no, episodes. Oh, no, for sure. Just... We needed to know what, why this was all happening, and we finally figured it out. You know, we finally got the. No, answers. I'm with you. I I don't think the episode is bad at all. I'm just saying it wasn't my favorite. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I felt like at least from like uh, just oh my goodness, the way that it's like this is the way that the manga had it written, except there was definitely a few areas where they shortened it down. Um, for example. During, like, and I'll talk about it later on, when they go into the meeting with the scouts versus kind of, like, the generals of parody um, with Historia and um, I think it's, is it, no, it's General um, Darius. Um, That's shortened down just a little bit, um, but this is how the manga was written, and I know when I even read the manga, I found it a little bit jarring, because there's definitely confusion, at least for me as well, because I completely forgot at the end, like, after getting all this information, that we then just skip right to the future, where we have, like, a bunch of things happening, and then the whole Zeke thing, where Zeke's actually physically in parody. I got confused. Mm -hmm. I'm like... Is Levi in parody? Like, even when I read the, like I said, I've read the manga, but I still got confused there because of everything, the way that it was moving, that I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It just had a weird thing compared to the rest of the season. It had a weird what? Sorry. You glitched out there for a second. Pacing, sorry. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely did. Just like f- jumping back and forth between like the past and the present. You should have just picked one and stuck with it up until the middle of the episode where they do mm-hmm. the break and then continue on with the rest. I'm, I'm going to ask Ruben a question. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna ask Ruben a question since he hasn't read the manga either. Okay. Um, is it just me or is it like... I don't think I missed it. Is it still like weird slash unclear that like Zeke has had this turn and has a plan to free Eldia? Like... I, I, that just seems like very antithetical to the to the I, Zeke that I knew. Yeah, I think it's definitely weird that after him fighting to regain the armor, uh, the Founding Titan, it's weird that you just make that switch. But I guess he kind of has to now that uh, Armin has the Colossal Titan, and that's something mm-hmm. that he can't really like. He can try to as much as he wants, but I don't think he can really combat that 
So I think this was his only way to, you know, like it's either do it diplomatically or I'm fucked. Well, well, okay. This is a question for everyone. Then are his motivations like made clear down the road? Should I be expecting like some kind of, okay. Okay. Awesome. Good. Good. Yeah, definitely be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because for Ryan and I who read the manga, they released the newest chapter yesterday. And there is a lot of tones of what's happening here mm-hmm. in that chapter. And obviously, I'm not going to say absolutely anything, but it's it's interesting to see that kind of parallel between okay. like this episode and where they are now, because you're like, oh shit, like that's one. It seems like 2020, where it's just like I don't. This seems like forever ago that this happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I don't know how Ryan feels about it, but yeah. No, I definitely agree. This, I don't know if they did that on purpose with the knowledge they had, but yeah, these lined up really well as uh, parallels. Yeah, it was bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it also yeah. like there was one exposition that I I don't know if I would call it an exposition, but the way that Connie like was talking about Sasha was really weird to me because I didn't really see that as I when he said oh she was like my twin I was like huh I didn't get that from your I, I just thought it was like you know close friends like not as close as our uh as Aaron with Mikasa but like you know close it was it, we'll I see thought that was off no, no, no. I understand. Like, the whole dynamic was they were the comedy relief of the anime. And they were, like, if you saw Connie, you saw okay. Sasha. Okay, okay, okay. And mm-hmm. back and forth. And now, like, you can even tell the episode, like, Connie's not joking. Like, yeah. he's, he's not joking like he usually does. And if, so- like, we all know for a fact, if it wasn't Sasha who died and Sasha was there, they would still be making jokes. Like, they would be cracking up a joke about the person who died. Like, saying, like, man, wouldn't they say this? Like, haha, and then, like, kind of, like, poking each other with each other's elbows. But it's, that's why he kind of said, like, this is, uh, half of me is gone. Like, literally, the kind of, like, the upbeat half that allowed me to, like, be able to look at this in a positive light is now gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I totally. Uh, okay, now that kind of makes sense. I just felt like it was off that he, you know, twins. I was like, uh, I don't know about that. But oh no, not physically. That no, 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 no. I know, but like, it, it just was a weird thing that caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, should we yeah. get straight into it? Yeah, absolutely. You good? Oh yeah. Okay, Ryan. Oh yeah. No, no. Okay. All right. Just checking. Thank you, Hanji. We appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here for you guys. <laughs> Good, you should be. Oh man, guys. Um, so we begin the episode in a very dark room with essentially a few d- torches, and we see Armin sitting on the ground with a conch shell. Like, I think that's what it's called. Um, he's holding it in his hand and just kind of, like, reflecting about what just happened. Um, we assume at this point this is him returning from Marley and then just kind of talking about what's happened. But he's kind of reminiscing and saying, like, I doubt that um, this is something you want to hear, but this is, like, three years ago. 
like if we had done something different maybe things would have changed but i don't like and he kind of goes into he doesn't think so but that's where we kind of start off the episode with a flashback of three years ago as told by armin (laughs) oh sweet baby armin (laughs) um oh man (laughs) by the way i never understood Um, the symbolism of the the shell I, I didn't get like why the was peacefulness of the beach. I think is my guess. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, maybe to kind of keep him grounded, just being like holding on to something that might help him relax might be the shell because of the fact for three seasons he tried to get to the ocean. Yeah, I don't even know the if they explain it. Across the way, it was a this. Some might say he's still trying. Um, he's still trying to get to the ocean. Just saying. I mean, you could say he just decided to. He can now just move the ocean wherever he wants to. Yeah, mm, that also works. Because he did that in episode th- seven. Yeah. yeah, episode seven. Oh my god, it feels like a forever ago. Alrighty, so we start off. Kind of going to the going from one dark place to another. Um, it's now the middle of the night, and we see some ships in the coast area. Um, we don't really know specifically where they are, um, but we find out that one team is currently missing, um, and that they headed ashore, but they ha- we have not received any contact. And so the captain of the ship says, okay, so we'll send out teams two and three. And we can assume that this is Marley because of how advanced the ships are. They're made out of metal. And obviously at this point, um, since it's only been three years, we can assume that Parody hasn't just randomly been able to make a Navy in the past year. Um, If they're able to do so, that's really impressive. So he goes on to say that this is the Island of Devils defeated uh, the island of devils defeated the warrior unit whatever the cost marley must learn what happened Um, however his plans are quickly derailed as the front of the ship starts to lift off the ground and everyone starts flying backwards men are falling to their deaths the captain tells them midway falling down and then finally grabbing on saying hold on you would assume you would say that first but he said hold on afterwards oh he's like halfway down and then we kind of yeah, it's not even like I could understand it was like if they're being lifted up and he says hold on, but he was halfway gone when mm-hmm. he was just like hold on. We watched people literally fall to their death. Rest in peace. Um you assume that he kind of realizes the situation, but we learn later on he actually doesn't know what's happening other than the fact that his ship has been lifted off the ground. Um, and you would assume so, but we kind of realize later on he didn't recognize or understand the situation. But we see that the attack titan has actually picked up the ship on his shoulders, just like he did with the boulder in season one, and kind of reminiscent of season three, where we saw the original Kruger pick up the ships in the Harbor and crush them and like destroy them in the Harbor. Um, when we saw Gresha and Dina and the rest of the Eldian support group get turned into Titans. So I thought that was kind of cool to see that symbolism between Kruger. And then we see Aaron who just pretended to be Kruger um, do the exact same thing, but this time he's moving the ship, not just completely demolishing it. 
he um he roughly drops the ship back onto uh, just onto the shore and then we are eagerly greeted by the lovely hanji oh my goodness <laughs> and she's come up with a whole idea a full skit um <laughs> saying hello friends of marley welcome to parody island my name i'm hanji here to greet our guests who've come so far across the sea now step this way and join us for some tea by the way we're already friends with the guests that have um arrived with you and we see levi not impressed by this entire situation (laughs) (laughs) with niccolo um in front of him and we see niccolo kind of like crying but like also just like really upset about the situation <laughs> but levi just seems not okay with this mm-hmm. entire like skit that Holly is doing uh, which i thought was quite amusing just because this is one unbranded to just like the fact that i just want to be in the room where hanji says this is what we sh- should do and then levi had to listen to hanji because hanji's the commander like i wanted to be there <laughs> Oh man, because yeah, this is did. not how Irwin would have dealt with this at all. So I've been taking sketch comedy classes. <laughs> I think this is the time we pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's, it's so good. I love Levi um, in this episode. Yeah, Levi just seems like he's like done with everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just like, if anything, I'm done with. I'm sick of your shit. I'm sick of your jokes. Now we know why uh, Aaron is the way he is, to be honest. Picks it up from (laughs) Levi. Oh my god. I mean, uh, Levi, but you see, the thing is, there's, like, Aaron ran with it, and then he just, like, surpassed Levi (laughs) to the point where he's just too much. Just... Maybe Levi shouldn't have kicked him so often. Like, that's essentially where I'm at with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The edginess oh. factor on that boy is next level. Oh my god. He's... Oh god. So yeah. So, Hanji wraps her arm around Niccolo and says, like, isn't that right, Niccolo? And then he says, forget about me. Please kill the devils of parody. And we also see the fact that he's not there on his own discretion, that he is currently being escorted by Levi with a sword in his back. So he needs to follow all of Levi's instructions at this point. But he's just telling his captain to just shoot. And honestly, the captain took that opportunity and was about to shoot at them uh, (laughs) and said, go drink your pig piss with your filthy friends, Um, which was... Not a good idea, but is run with later on in the episode. It was and so good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even necessary, though. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, it's just the Marlins just don't like yeah. the Eldians whatsoever. But I do appreciate the fact that Hanji pointed out, like, you really want to say stuff like that? Like, you really want to start when there's a Titan right behind you, and then they all realize who had been carrying them the entire time. Like, yeah, that, I would assume that they would have picked up on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why do you want to die or do you want to live? You know, but clearly they want to die, which is fine. Oh my god, you know? it was, yeah. God, so much action coming on here. 
here. And yeah, the captain's about to shoot, and then a gunshot goes off. We find out that it wasn't him who shot, nor was it um, Sasha. It was one of the actual Marlene soldiers herself, Yelena, who shot him square in the head. And while she had a gun pointed at her from another soldier saying, like, Yelena, you have to put your hands up, she's like, no, you should put your gun down as yeah. the rest of the soldiers on the ship turn on him. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like reverse trap card. Like, here you go. Like, you think I'm the one who's going to get in trouble here. Joke's on you. That joke's on you. Yeah. The Marleyan uh, military or army has been ilf- infiltrated from the inside and they all seem really shocked. And while Elena just smiles at Hanji and says, yeah, let's have some tea and accepts the invitation. And we can tell that Hanji and the rest of the scouts are like, we have no idea what's happening. So this is not planned whatsoever. Uh, And yeah, she turns around to Aaron and says, I've been waiting this moment for a long time. And that is when the opening starts. That is some of the... Yeah, do, 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 do. yeah, the opening still slaps. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, the opening is really good. I didn't start really watching until the past few episodes. Now I'm just catching little things I didn't notice in it each time I watch it. I'm like, it this is a yeah. fantastic opening. Is it still the same opening? I thought it was a new one. No, it's the same opening. Same, one. Ah. same opening. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Did you get a new opening? I mean, I, I thought it was the new. I might have to rewatch it again, but I thought it was the new opening. Because it's definitely. I know there have been talks that they're going to switch. Yeah. But it's the same opening. Okay, I could be wrong. I mean, that's a pretty common thing at episode thirteen for anime to switch openings. Yeah. I, yeah. I could see a I could see a second uh, opening definitely being, especially for how I think the second half of this will go. Yeah. I could be. Wrong. Don't mind me. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, I No, I think they're probably going to switch before the end of the season. They're not just going to keep on doing that because I think that set the tone for the Marley war and then the infiltration of Marley. And then we just kind of had like the follow-up with the Marleyans coming back. Yeah. But I think this will probably do a new opening because now they're back in parody and they're probably going to stay there for a bit. <laughs> now I'm second yeah. guessing myself. What if there was a new opening and I just can't remember? Oh, I know there was not a new opening. Because I mean, sure, because I remember last time I said I've been skipping the opening and you called me out and you're like, you've been skipping the opening? So I made sure I sat down and watched the entire <laughs> opening this time. So I, <laughs> so I didn't get shamed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I watched the entire opening and then we come to seeing like they have an entire kind of base now made with a bunch of tents and this is where the scouts have been staying near the ocean um but we see the small group of connie jean mikasa armin and unfortunately sad boy um as well which we'll get into in just a few minutes here but they kind of talk about the fact that like this huge lady 
um, shot their commander and now we're supposed to just agree with them. I don't think that's how it should work. Um, Connie and Jean are both like hesitant about the whole, like honestly being trust, like trusting them because she just turned around, shot her own like captain. And then now she's trying to provide information. Like it seems really off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then says whether friend or foe, um, she's, not to be trusted. Um, this is when Mikasa goes over and wakes up Sasha because she's just done with it and going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I had to I had to put a note of that because it was just hilarious because you just see like them having a serious conversation and Sasha like just dead. She's just like sleeping. And then Armin trying shit. to look at the positives of the situation. Yeah, she has no time for it. If they're going to just be talking strategy, why doesn't she just take a nap? There's enough of them. Um, yeah, Armin tries to look at the positive situation um, and saying that even though um, it's a different situation, they're willing to give information and looking at the positive outcomes of everything. However, we then have negative McMahon, Aaron, um, talking about the fact that it was pure chance that they stopped that particular ship and that um, if Marley comes in with their forces, we're all going to be screwed. Yeah. Like, Aaron... This is the ocean all over again. Stop raining on people's parades. Just let me oh, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's just having a time. Let's be real. Um, God. Then we cut to one of Hanji's many dumb moves, where she's looking down the barrel of a gun. Dude. Um, oh, okay. Just- yes. <laughs> <laughs> that worried me so much. I wasn't sure if you were going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> it should have oh, worried you. Yeah, no, I put... <laughs> you already lost one eye. <laughs> Be careful here. Just like... <laughs> Two eye patches. And now she's blind. Um, <laughs> no, this was the most concerning scene that I've seen in a very long time. There's a lot of stuff that's happened, and looking down the barrel of a gun with like i know the bullets were out at that time because she was looking at the gun like down the barrel and then she was looking at the magazine but god was this a dumb move (laughs) but no that's hanji um is just looking at the barrel of a gun and then she's just like that's how it shoots a bunch realizing how many bullets are in the gun itself um, just really excited about the whole situation. Levi could not care less about this other than he wants to hear information. Like, why are you taking this point to look through a gun? This is not the time, Hanji. Mm-hmm, um, and it seems like there's a lot of points in this where Hanji and Levi have like telepathy and just talk to each other, like without saying a word. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're sitting across the table from Yelena in Onyekobin. Um, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing his name incorrectly, um, which if I am, please let me know. Um, but well, yeah, they are talking color in this show. Yeah. And then they talk about it later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Sasha. <laughs> oh, Sasha. Um, oh, yeah. They talk right. about how many, <laughs> why do you have dark skin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, they talk about the fact that they have a million soldiers. Like, Yelena breaks it down for us, does the math for me, thank you, that there's 20,000 soldiers per division with 50 divisions. That's 1 million soldiers. 
Um, and then there's their Navy um, with three fleets, each um, each comprised of 21 ships, which is 63 ships total, um, which now they probably don't have as many ships as they did before. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> and the fact that they have um, progressed significantly in both water and aerial uh, weaponry. Um, which Hanji gets interested in aerial because obviously that's in the air. And they kind of talk about this for a little while. This is a very long section of them talking about military and going back and forth between like parody and Marley and kind of like where they're at. Um, yeah, th- this was a huge chunk of information. Um, but yeah, they kind of go back and forth. We see kind of like Hanji getting shocked about certain pieces of information and Levi just kicking her in the leg and giving her looks like you need to shut up. Yeah. Like if you look weak, they're going to yeah. take this and we can't allow that to happen. We need to be like, strong. we need to be the strong power in this situation. Cause they could easily take over things. Um, but Elena also points out as well that like one of the major reasons why we didn't come over here in the first place, there was two reasons. One was the pure Titans that we sent out into parody um, would also cause us problems in the long run because they wouldn't have a way to control them. They're pure Titans. Um, So that was one of the reasons why, because originally it was to keep the people uh, the Eldians in, but it actually ended up being the protection of the Eldians. Um, And then she notices, well, actually as well, we're currently sitting out beyond the wall and you guys are able to put up tents and it's about to be sunrise. Like, how are you able to do this? Does this mean you've killed off all the Titans? And Levi says, like, what is like, what if that's what it means? Like, are you going to go run back to Marley and tell them that we killed off all the Titans? And she said, no, I'm just very impressed by this situation that they're able to sit there. And they assumed that they were going to come in with just a bunch of dead people and just pure Titans just surrounding everywhere. But that was definitely not the case. So they're yeah. kind of realizing that the Eldians involved might be stronger than they believed in the first place. Yep. But yeah. Also, they talked about the war a little bit and the fact that their enemies realized that they lost the war units, mostly, except for one, and that they've lost the female and Colossal Titan. So they took it upon themselves to declare war on Marley as a one group against the group that's been constantly terrorizing them with the Titans, which was great for them, not great for <laughs> Like, great for them for a while until they lost them. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I, I heard, like... It dawned on me because I always had thought that it was like Marley invading other people and like fighting other countries or whatever. But like we got to learn that it's the other way around. So that was that was nice for me. Mm-hmm. That it hasn't Definitely. always been just Marley. Mm. But yeah, they kind of question her alliance and realize like, oh, so you just must be like one of the people that were an outsider and infiltrated the Marleyan military to be able to do this and um elena corrects her and says no that's not the case like we were just a bunch of people a bunch of eldians who wanted freedom but we were beginning to become hopeless because we didn't have enough power but then realized that 
we have a titan that the world feared and called a devil. And then she was referring to Zeke and then realizing that she followed Zeke because of his strength and his abilities, which was, yeah, it was a, yeah. And their major goal is to free the Eldian people. And I put a sad face, well, like a happy cry face, because I think that's really nice that they want to do that. And they're called the Marleyan Volunteers, not the Marleyan Warrior Unit. Oh, the anti-Marleyan Warrior um, Volunteers, my apologies. But yeah, that was the contained version of it. I did technically write out all the conversations, but I am not going to go through that. Because, yeah. Um, strategically seemed like important information, but then I read over it and I'm like, well, if we want to sit here for four hours, by all means. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was really like I. This was one of the scenes that I didn't really find interesting, but I knew that it was important to like understand both sides of the coin. Is the best way to put it. But I, it was not my favorite scene, probably con- because it was so yeah. dialogue heavy. There's a lot of context, world building. Yeah. Yeah. Which, once again, we needed. Um, yeah. But I will say, it's definitely not my cup of tea. But, um, um, we. <laughs> no, it, it definitely reminded me of the, I think it was episode three this season, where they went into everything to do with, like, the warrior unit and, like, how Marley's military set up and all that. It was very akin to that episode. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was very, very much dialogue heavy. And I n- remember when I read this, I kind of skipped a little bit in the manga because I'm like, this is a lot. This is a lot of information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, we cut to a scene where they're back in the center wall um, talking to the generals, commanders, guards, as well as the gen- like the head general himself. And the queen, we got to see Historia, which was kind of exciting. She didn't say anything, but she was there. Um, and talk about, um, they go over Zeke's plan. Obviously, no one wants to do this, especially with the fact that Zeke sent, a, like, changed an entire um, town, which was Rag... Ra- no, it was Ragako? Ragako. Yeah, Ragako, which was the city that the town that Connie's family was the part of turned them all into Titans in season two and then ran amok with them. So they do not want to trust Zeke whatsoever. Um, even General Darius said, like, the last time he was here, he, like, literally took out the majority of the scouting unit. This is, we should mm-hmm. now at this point, all his major goal was to retake the founding Titan and. Since he can't take it by force, he's going to try to do this diplomatically, which is why he's doing it this way this time. So he still believes that his idea is to take back the founding Titan. He's just doing it in a different manner this time rather than by force. Um, And Hanji reads over the plans. According to Zeke, his plan, he has a secret plan to involve um, to solve the Eldian issue. To carry it out, he requests the founding Titan and the uh, Titan with royal blood. However, he will only reveal the plan if his conditions are met, which no one is okay with that. Everyone's like, hell no. Like, this is not a good idea. Like, this is literally what we thought he was looking for was to get the founding Titan back. But then Aaron just jumps in and says, he's right. 
this is what we would need to do. And then explains the rumbling, which is he would need to, for him to be able to use the founding Titan ability to full capacity, he needs to be touching a Titan with royal blood, which he was able to do that a little bit during season three. No, season two. Two, I think. When he touched, yeah, he touched um, Dina's hand. I'm sorry. We're literally on a podcast. (laughs) But yeah, he touched. Dina's hand and was able to control the Titans to go after her, uh, the, her and the other Titans. So he realizes all this explains it to everybody. What's up? No, I just had to watch this scene like three times. It got a little too convoluted for me. I was like, wait, yeah, it was a bit too much. <laughs> I had trouble keeping it straight for a second. Yeah. The way that he was worded because Aaron not, I'm going to put it, he's not very grammatically correct. And when he comes to like explaining things, he's not very good at explaining certain situations clearly. So yeah, it was, he realized that he was able to use the full Titan power by touching another Titan with pure blood. And that's why he was only able to see certain things when he touched Historia. But he wasn't able to use the Titan, like the founding Titan to the full capacity. And that's why when Levi said, like, why didn't, why were you quiet about this for all this time? Which, quite honestly, I'd be pissed too. I understand mm-hmm. why Levi's mad. Like, yeah. you decided to keep this quiet for over a year. You knew this. Like, at this point, it's been a year and a quarter. Um, so he's been holding this information. Um, but he said, uh, Aaron says, well, the reason why I did this was because I knew that if I told you, um, Historia's safety would be put into danger because she um you guys would be tempted to turn her into a titan and then have me like do things with historia um to be able to use my full titan power yeah it was a lot um so it was a lot of going back and forth we also got to see um general dot again which was really nice he's the guy with the mustache and he says like well we should be listening to like what they want to say and we mm-hmm. need to probably have a conversation with the anti marlian volunteers um but we'll need them to be able to get assistance and be able to look into this further but they do kind of talk about the rumbling where it means that aaron would be touching a founding titan oh he would be the founding titan he'd be touching a titan with royal blood and then would be able to set off all the titans in the wall which is the rumbling um I'm a little bit upset because in the manga, you get to see the rumbling a little bit. Here, they don't show it for good reason. They did the same thing in episode five when they were doing the story. Um, They kind of show clips of it in the manga. They don't show it in the anime whatsoever Hmm. because, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. They did show that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Maybe they're saving Um, it for another episode. Oh, they're going to be saving it for the rumbling. I, I do not want to see the rumbling. I know we will. I don't think I don't think that's a justifiable means to free Eldia. Eldians, I guess. You know what it is? You are not alone. It's just going to be Aaron eating something and it's too spicy and then he just releases some gas. <laughs> what? What? The rumbling. What? His what? stomach is rumbling, you know? No. Okay. <laughs> Oh. I'm sorry. I appreciate the effort you put <laughs> yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was thinking about it for a couple. <laughs> Are you could, saying he's a rumbly tummy? Like what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. The rumbling tumbling. is what happens when a Titan eats spicy food. No. Oh, my God. Shut up, Mister. I don't like cannolis. I mean, <laughs> cannolis. I don't know. Just they don't look good. <laughs> they just look like cannolis. Oh my God. It's weird yeah, that they're made out we, of cheese now. I mean, yeah, a lot of sweet dishes are made with cheese. I just assumed it was like cake frosting, you know? Because it kind of different types of cannolis. You know that? I didn't know that. Come on, you, who who would know? Yeah. That there's Ruben, you're the one in New York. You're the one around cannolis, yes, dude. All the more reason why I don't eat. York- I think you need to be eating more cannolis. I think that should be. Like oh, you see what it is? I think of uh, it's mascarpone is what I think of. You know? Ooh, I love mascarpone. Oh, that's why. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But enough about cannolis. All right. Well, I, this is a new cannoli centric podcast. No. We don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> we went from the simp cast to now we're going to talk about cannolis for. I'd cannoli rather cast. be known as the cannoli cast <laughs> than the <laughs> simp cast. <laughs> oh God! Chocolate drizzle. Right. So they add it or not? Mm. There you go. So many different options for cannolis. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Ruben's. Seems like he is disheveled. So we'll continue on with this. Thank you. Um, Hanji says that they need from the anti-Marlian group. And so we cut to a scene where we see the two other ships that were with the anti-Marlian volunteers. Um, and we're saying um, they call in and say, we need assistance. We've been adrifted ashore and we need assistance. We're currently crashed on the side in the cove. And we find out that Yelena's feeding them this information. And so they say, do not worry. We will send people to come and assist you. So two (laughs) emergency, like two small ships go off the large Navy ships, go towards the land. And in the middle of doing that, we see the most controlled explosion of the colossal Titan I have ever seen, where he's, he, he is able to contain the explosion compared to what he did in episode five and we see the colossal titan explode from the ocean which i thought was very impressive and insane compared to like we saw barrett hole not really control the colossal titan as much as uh, armin does Mm -hmm. but it was pretty much a controlled explosion compared to what we've seen during this season because we saw um i think it was episode three we saw the atomic bomb version which was what barrett hold used in their um in the marleyan war because that was when they were talking about each titan's abilities and then we saw him completely destroy the port in marley and then now we're cutting to him just kind of small explosion enough for the to scare the two ships the everyone off the ships jump off um, because Oni and Copen told them to jump off to save themselves, but they were actually <laughs> stopped um, by. <laughs> I love Levi's line. I'm laughing. Here. Oh my god, Levi just cannot handle himself. One second here, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm already like three pages ahead for not three pages, but still. Um, he says, "Welcome to the filthy island you've, uh, of filthy devils. You're gonna love it." As long as you like pig, pig piss, you can leave the island if you want, but you can't leave on a ship. I hope you, um, I hope you know how to swim. <laughs> oh, Levi. Um, and then they capture the rest of the Marleyans. Congratulations, scouts. You got one over on the Marleyans. Um, <sighs> we cut to sad boy Armin um, talking in the darkness with the shell again saying certainly we Eldians are feared and hated by the world <laughs> by people across the sea whose faces we don't know but not everyone across the sea was our enemy and we found out that the world is complex and full of unknowns we see Onion <laughs> Copen showing the maps to the scouts and the scouts being super excited with all this new knowledge. Um, even Hanji kind of like putting her hand on his shoulder saying like, good job. Like, this is amazing. Like, thank you for doing this. And <laughs> our girl Sasha asking, que <laughs> asking, why do you have dark skin? <laughs> Onion Copen. Which the face, like, if you freeze framed everyone in that room, you saw Jean being like, What you cannot ask that question? Like, his face was complete horror, like, completely horrified that she asked that. Everyone else looking at her, like, Oh, she's done it now. Um, but yeah, he explains it. Um, he seemed <laughs> at first he was like slightly confused, but then kind of seemed really excited because he had his hand on his chin doing like the cool guy swag look with the smirks thing that, like. Um, tell um, that the creator chose him to be that way. That um, it's more interesting with a mix of people. You subject of um, subjects of Ymir are all the same. We exist because we are wanted. And then Armin asks, "Who created us?" Asking all these questions. This is these are deep hitting questions, my friends. Real um, deep. And <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> explains, like, sorry. Uh, this, oh, what, what? This conversation happened, and I was like. This is a weird time to have this conversation, but like I get it, but it was just I thought it was a weird placement. Sometimes that conversation just comes up, man. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. Also, it's a weird thing because it's a, like they've never seen a person with a different skin color before, except for Mikasa. And she was almost sold off as a child bride in yeah. season one so it's uh yeah they just have no filters apparently um eldians known for becoming titans and having filters um yeah and onion copen mentions the fact that the person who gave the found um, the founder ymir power god um that's what some people believe aren't we all free to think what we want we are all free to think what we want how do we are what, is, what is that you? Is that you saying say? that? Or, or I don't. Yeah. No. He says that. He's like, um, everyone should be um, be free. Um, shouldn't everyone be free to think that? And then I, yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Cool. That's everyone what I thought, yeah. should be free to think what they yeah. want. First yeah. mention of God, which is interesting. I thought. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was just a weird placement for this conversation and a weird no thing it's to... he's an out it's great it's an outsider we're getting an outside perspective but what i'm saying is yeah. shouldn't they have had this conversation like as the minute they saw him like the minute they joined forces you think like 
They should have been like, wait. You mean well, they had a they gun had... in his face? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying like the minute <laughs> that. Mean... The... No, no. This, is, this is a more natural conversation topic, not so mm-hmm. much yeah. a thing you need to know. Okay. This is right. them becoming more comfortable with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because okay. I don't think you point a gun at someone's face and be like, why are you the skin color? Like, what? that's a that's a whole No, they don't do that one. I'm not saying <laughs> that moment. I'm saying the minute that they realized they were on the same side, that should have been when you had that conversation. But, but I think that's, I again. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh no, I was gonna say I think this is why Hanji like said like you guys must be outsiders infiltrating the Marleyan like, in like inside the Marleyan war units that you guys must be outsiders. That yeah. may have been her being like this is me kind of like feeding around the bush, like just like trying to avoid it. Um but yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I also think that the only person who would ever ask something like that is Sasha, because Sasha has zero filter. Of course. And it's also when they were like eating and stuff too. So like those kinds of conversations happen around like dinner. Yeah. Okay. Sasha starts acting up around food. You know this. (laughs) Yeah, because we had to write like they're outside. It's probably like the next day or a few days or who knows because they don't typically say the timeline. Um, They're outside. Everything looks great. Um, and they see a bunch of food on a table, and uh, there is Jean, um, Connie, um, Sasha, and a few others. And Jean's just like, "What? What is this? Like, mm-hmm. what is this weird food? Like, is it supposed to be edible?" And Sasha mentions like it smells kind of fishy. Um, but um, Yelena says like, "Have you not had seafood before?" Which seems like. For a place that's an island, that is definitely an odd question, but I could see why they're very confused. Um, and she tells them that Niccolo is a master of Eldian cooking. Niccolo ch- kind of chimes in under his breath, like, jerks, if you don't like it, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but before he's able to kind of continue his anger, <laughs> I put, um, is quickly cut off by a Sasha Titan roar after biting into a lobster with her teeth. That is no easy feat, guys. She took a lobster, bit it open, and ripped the flesh out of its, like, exoskeleton. Like, it was... She went off. um, Which is usual for her, but obviously none of the Marlenes were used to this, and she was just eating as much as she could, and just sobbing at the same time, saying that it was so good in between bites when Connie and John also like are looking at her horror at first, but then join her in and start consuming as fast as she is. Um, and he's just like, you guys need to stop eating like pigs. But um, Sasha says, like, Niccolo, you're a genius. Um, oh, she first says, Niccolo, you're a food genius, which he looks shocked, but also really impressed because he starts blushing. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her to stop eating like a pig, but then is kind of happy about it at the same time. And it's so cute. I love this. And then you like, if for a split second, you forget about what happened last episode. And then you're like, man, they must be so happy. Like you could see this entire relationship like blooming in like 10 seconds. And then you realize what's happened. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. crack my knuckles. Yeah, I love. I loved it, but like, for me, it didn't work 100 percent because it was introduced, and like, you you, it's like, 
and wraps up in the same episode, I guess. Yeah. I would have liked um, to see him react to Sasha dying. There you go. What, Niccolo? Oh, yeah, that's right. He wasn't on the uh, the airship, so never mind. No. Yeah. No, he's a Marleyan, so he wasn't, and yeah. he wasn't a part of the plan. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, there's so much happening that, like, last episode feels like a, Ages a ago. month ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, Technically, it was a month ago, if you think about it. Oh, my God. And throw everything and then just, just unplug my headphones again accidentally. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was... Te- 2021. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, this episode... Like, that entire part kind of kills me just because mm-hmm. of what happens later on. Um, yeah. They could have been happy. Yeah. They could have been happy. Yeah. No. One thousand percent. Um, especially with the fact you don't just randomly take some girl twenty-four white roses to her grave. That's not mm-hmm. just like a oh, you were someone who came to my shop and bought some food. Like you're Yeah. Which all yeah. Um, we cut to Armin, Mikasa, um, and Aaron doing shooting practice. And a lot of people comment on Mikasa in this particular scene because you get to see her butt for a large portion of it. Um, congratulations, people who are simping over Mikasa. Um, but I digress. That happened a lot on Twitter and, um, TikTok. And Mm -hmm. so I just thought I'd point that out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was it was weird. Um, but yeah, I that's like, definitely not the particular point. Oh, what's up? I just like the scene. Just it was a, it was nice to see like our three characters like interacting for the first time in a, a really long time. Yeah. And having conversations like they used to in the earlier season. So it was nice for me to see that. Armin not being so serious. Yeah. I, I like that a Aaron? lot. Aaron? Mm-hmm. No, Armin. Oh, yeah. Armin wasn't yeah. serious. He was yeah. being like his old happy self yeah as they were just kind of having conversations about it but then aaron had to rain on like this particular point seemed so confusing to me because they were talking about like how everything was going great um they were working on a port and that the engine marley engineers were helping them out to create the port and they were able to get things done faster because of them and then all of a sudden out of the blue aaron's just like so do you remember um did you get barrett holds memories like that has nothing to do with this conversation, dude. Like, <laughs> they were just so happy about, like, some accomplishments that they're actually hitting. And then Aaron's just goes back to all business. Um, and Aaron, um, Armin says, like, nothing really important. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was a little bit disjointed. Um, just because... There was no real like reason for him to question him about Berthold's memories, but I guess it once again it was needed. Um, also, it may have played out like if we have to think big picture, it probably played out differently if this was a real conversation. But since this was Armin's recollection of what happened three years uh, like years ago, it was probably Armin trying to remember those particular circumstances and that's why it probably seemed a little bit jarring, is because they were having a conversation and then he kind of you can tell during his story like his um, like explanation of this episode, but 
Armin's just getting really tired of Aaron because everyone seems to be like in this tone. And then all of a sudden he talks about Aaron and Aaron's like either very negative, which he has been, but not to the extent that like has been represented in this episode. And then just like how detached Aaron is compared to the rest of the conversations. That's at least what I picked up on mm-hmm. because I rec- like realized that at the end of the episode that it seemed very off for him to talk about Aaron this way, but yeah. yeah. So it just kind of goes on where they talk. Oh, continue. No, I was like, I can see that. I think I read something. I, I think I read that very similar to you, um, but I, I, I may have just like, not like written it off as like, Oh, just Aaron being Aaron again. But I, I think you make some interesting points there. Yeah. No. And especially when you consider it- like the way Armin's face was when he saw Aaron again, like uh, I think that re- like reinforces your point even more. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. Because see- when they saw each other again last episode, they going um, and a lot of people showed this. I know I get a lot of things from TikTok, but that's what happens when you're on TikTok a lot. Is like kind of reckon- like showing clips of when they used to like see each other again for a long time. Because they'd always be like super excited to see each other, and then like they'd be super happy and either like hug or like they would shake hands or whatever. There were certain points where like Armin would save the day and he would like grab Aaron's hand in a certain way. And now it's just like they're strangers. Like he looks down at him and he's like, whatever, and then takes his hand again, like just as if he was like trying to help a stranger out. So the excitement isn't there. Like it used to be to see each other. Yeah. Sad face. Very sad. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a it's a sad time. Um, and the rest of the conversation at the gun, um, the gun range is very much Armin trying to kind of be positive and try to think of different ways. And like you said, Christian, like should there should be other ways other than like causing huge like corrupt like doing something like the rumbling seems to be like absurd and we shouldn't be threatening them with the rumbling like we should find different ways maybe we'd be able to talk to them like maybe we could talk to the outsiders and see if we can work with them rather than instantly instigating like hey we have this huge thing we can like fuck up everybody if we use it um but aaron says like so what do you mean like what time do you think you have to talk to everyone to kind of get this sorted out and Mikasa and Armin spend a lot of this time like trying to talk him into f- different ways, but Aaron is very set on his own mm-hmm. um, specific thought, um, which kind of frustrated me a little bit. Um, and then I think this is the one particular scene that really cemented that and is mad at Aaron was when it went from Aaron talking and then saying that, like, that's right, and Tobias, this time we have to keep them at bay. He takes a shot, and then the screen turns red, and we see the, like, the bullet that he took a shot of go right into Sasha. Yes, so I dude, think that transition was so on... good. Oh, sorry. it was fantastic. Sorry, I, I, I cut you off in the middle yeah. of something, Fee. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I know, like, my the actress, so that would probably be a lot more helpful if i didn't like lag out a little bit but yeah it was so done here and i think this was also another reason that armin's just putting the blame on aaron Mm. yeah which honestly i can i can agree with 
for sure. Remember when Ruben um, put a, a poll asking if uh, Aaron was a good person or not, or something like that? No, no, yeah. I said How'd if Aaron go? did the did the right thing. Oh, gotcha. Let's check the poll. Give me a sec. Hold on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, by all means, continue. I'll just let you know. Yeah, no worries. Okay. Um, then we got the intermission, which is nuts. Um, and because this is. Oh, no, no, no. Go Keep going, it. then I'll add something after. Okay. Um, they specifically say the scout fleet um, was formed to investigate Par- uh, Parody Island after the operation to retake the founding Titan ha- um, had failed. Not a single one has returned to Marley to this date. Yes. I have something very nerdy to add to that. If if you want to, if you okay. guys want to entertain me for a minute. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, please question. Okay. Have you guys, are, are you guys familiar with the, the book, The Handmaid's Tale? Yes. Never so, okay. Me. Spoilers for the, for the book, Handmaid's Tale. At the end, it's revealed that like this whole story is actually, um, a group of scientists put together a bunch of like journal copies together the best way they could. And they don't know if it's, um, what Ruben? No, I'm just kidding. I thought you were just <laughs> <laughs> we're just playing shocked. It's <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> anyway, so it's like entirely told through the lens of these scientists, um, being like, it's backwards looking. So like the historical lens I put in that one flash of screen alone in between, like, you know, the commercial break or whatever you want to call it. Um, made me question where in time like the telling of this story is i i don't know anymore especially with like all the flashbacks we're getting um you know the the time skip forward i don't know when this telling is and i thought that was very interesting for me to think about even if there's no actual answer to well there are like what's funny is like this is without any spoilers because this has been something that's been in talks for like seasons that there's a few ideas what's going to happen at the end of Attack on Titan, and one of them mm-hmm. is that Armin's actually the narrator, and that Armin's specifically telling the entire story from when the Colossal Titan hit the wall to the ending. Like that's one of the theories. So I could de- like, I could definitely see that happening. Where that's a theory that I've always had since the beginning of Attack on Titan. I've always thought Almon was the one telling the story. That's something similar to, uh, I forget what somebody, uh, people keep making a similar, uh, theory to something else. And I forget what it is. And it's just, I, it might be the same thing that we're talking about, but I think it's something different. Just reminded me of that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Seinfeld? Oh, of course not. <laughs> no, we know that's Jerry's okay. life. Um, <laughs> just a heads up on the poll. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. So, nine people said maybe. Ten people <laughs> said no. Why'd you put a maybe? Okay. Because, you know. Ten it, people said no? Ten people said no. Did Aaron do the no. right thing was the question. And, unfortunately, oh. six people said yes. So. Okay, so the no's are in the majority. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you count yeah. the maybes as a yes... We no, don't. You don't, no. I don't know. No, you, that, as maybe. you can count them as yes, you know. No, no, no. You count them <laughs> as maybe. That the why have at that point you don't even put a maybe, you just put yes or no, black or white. Okay. 
All right, you're right. You guys are put them down in the middle, and then that would still mean that we're. So if you take half of ten, it's five. Five, and technically five is less than six. So, damn. Yes, and they'd also get five. So wouldn't that be less than? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What's thirty-four plus thirty-five? Sixty-nine. <laughs> Thank you, Ariana Grande. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. You guys. Were, I, I could see. Like I said last episode, I could see both sides of it. How Aaron did the wrong thing, but also Aaron did the right thing. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I could see both sides. Thank you, Ruben. No problem. But I still think he did the right wow. thing. Stick to it. Well. Guess what? There's a lot what? of people who don't agree with you, uh, Ruben. You want me to take um, this which is actually the entire um, group does believe that Armin did the correct thing. So, okay, I'm just saying, Armin, you're against Armin right now. I'm not against Armin. Um, Armin doesn't agree with what Aaron's doing right now. Listen, <laughs> Armin is also right like a little whiny <laughs> baby, you know? Like, <gasps> you should watch a... Uh... You're going to say that too? What? Oh, go, go, go. You think Armin's a whiny baby? You should watch uh, that, that Demon Slayer show. Uh, Tell I you just, what. I'm watching it now, and man, oh <laughs> okay. man, I have problems with this show. But that we're Christian, saying... When you, when you put that tweet out... I was in shock. I mean, granted. No, I'm going to stop because this is a whole different conversation. Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll continue this later. Oh, wow. Okay. Possibly yeah. on Anime Nation. We'll find out. <laughs> nice. Wow. Anime Nation. Any content? Probably Heck not. Yeah. That show's really rigged there. Oh, God. Wow. Okay, we're gonna go saying. right back into it now. We get we get into the high, like the intermission. Yeah. Um, to a really really sad part. Um, we end up on a very rainy day. Um, and we are now in present time. Um, to what's happening at this moment. Um, we see that it's Mikasa sitting beside Sasha's grave. Um, kind of with her knees up against her chest and just looking really somber, obviously. Um, and it's very, very upsetting scene to just like that. Like you could have just shown that and I would have still like been like mm. in hysterics, essentially, just because of like, you don't really realize like how close Mikasa and Sasha, like they were roommates. <laughs> like someone pointed out that like she probably doesn't want to go back. Because they literally share a room, and if she goes back, she just sees an empty room. Oh, um, I would have. That would have been nice to uh, see. Yeah, um, I know when they were like literally in training, they're roommates. I don't know if they're like, but it's so sad. Yeah, I hated it. I like, uh, but yeah, they show the grief. There are there is a bouquet of yellow flowers, two notes, a letter, and a few single um, flowers. Um, and we hear kind of like a man yelling in the distance and Mikasa lifts up her head and he's just like, hey, aren't you a Marleyan? What the hell are you doing here? People that you've killed are in these graves and proceeds to continue to like punch at this, part- uh, like whoever it is. We can't see from where um, 
Mikasa's sitting because all she sees is graves and then a man. Um, but then we see Connie and Jean run over telling the soldier to stop and that they'll take care of him um, and then apologize. Um, the soldier tells him um, that he shouldn't be here and they go back. Um, he walks away and we find out that the person who the guy was attacking was Niccolo and they both ask him like, are you okay? And she uh, like, he doesn't even answer and says, damn it. Why is Sasha really dead? And John said, yeah. And Niccolo raises his voice and asks them what the hell they were doing. Mm-hmm. And that hit hard because you can tell like how much Niccolo cares for her. And now with all the flowers that I listed off, there is now 24 white roses. Damn. I put, cause that's a lot of like, you don't just, like I said earlier, you do not just take that many roses to someone who just buys food at your shop. Right. That's a yeah. That's a I really like you or slash love you kind of thing. But I did I, I did like that it like isn't like really defined though. Like it's just like a kind yeah. of they just care about each other kind of kind of deal. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's nice. I know some some people like last episode like this is a th- a theory when um sasha like her last word is meat in japanese is um nico which people believe that she would like that's actually nicolo's nickname which is nico um so some people think that she wasn't actually calling out for meat that she was calling out for nicolo at her like when she was dying um, wow. which makes it even more upsetting <laughs> oh i love and that i hate it that's why I said I'll tell you next episode because, yeah, um, that's a running theory that everyone has. It's not confirmed, but but you would miss that completely if you're watching the dub. Yeah, yeah. Which is why some people are saying like that must be um, just like a theory. Like it's not confirmed, but it would like I think it adds like a for people who watch the sub and then just being able to put two and two together, it's kind of nice to be like, wow, like that, that just seems like a little bit too coincidental. Um, mm-hmm. But, but it also seems our brand first just like me at her dying words, because especially since she was talking about food earlier, but who knows? Um, and yeah, so he kind of like goes into the five stages and just says like, why did this happen? Like, why did you let this happen? Um, and Mikasa had to explain, like, it wasn't just like a random child. It was a trained child who knew how to shoot a gun. And then he kind of says like, Oh, it must like a warrior unit. So he must've knew that it was like one of the children that, that were raised from their youth to become a soldier. Um, but still really upsetting um and he says like it was a sneak like attack in the airship this seems too ridiculous um but they continue to try to like console him and then john apologizes that he had his guard down and then nicola said why are you apologizing to me all i did was cook her food um oh connie adds thanks for letting her eat so much food nicolo um and then nicolo asks connie um what he thinks of all this. And then that's when he says, Sasha and I were like twins. It feels like half of me is gone. Um, 
which is very difficult because they were so close through the four seasons. And then we hear footsteps and we see Sasha's dad, her mother, and Kea, who is actually the young girl that Sasha saved in season two from getting eaten by a Titan, mm-hmm. um, who we find out that they have all come to her grave with a bunch of lilies. And while Kea and Sasha's mom are crying over her grave, um, Sasha's dad asks, like, y'all knew my daughter, did you? Um, and God, this is so sad. Um, we then see a bunch of them at this particular scene. Niccolo said, like, he doesn't, like, you can tell that he wants to say something. And then he just kind of bursts out, like, I'm a captive of Marley, but I'm allowed to work as a chef um, for your um, your daughter loved eating my food more than anything. If you ever wanted to come, please come and eat my food. And <laughs> Sasha's dad, in the true Sasha family tradition, says, on the house, question mark? And then, yeah, it seemed like, it was funny because it seemed like something Sasha would say. Like, free food. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of a nice comedic moment, but it was still really upsetting. But to me, and it was now... like, um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 continue. You know, to me, it was like, uh, you know, he could almost tell that there was like some kind of relationship, you know, and, and it was like, uh, it's not exactly like, oh, we're family. So like, you're going to treat us to like food because our daughter's dead type of type of deal. But like in that in that sen- same sentiment, if if that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this whole scene seemed like it was a kind of a nice nod, and you could see that there was definitely something there between Niccolo because of mm-hmm. how, how people were treating him. Because if, once they, if he was just like a random chef, they wouldn't have thought to like, like they would have probably let him get beat. Yeah, um, but since he cared so much for Sasha, that's why they were able to like, escort him to her grave and then apologize for the entire situation. Which, that's unfortunate for Connie for being put in the friend zone. Um, but <laughs> it is what it is. Shrug. It yeah, happens. it is what it is. It happens. Um, now we have our favorite um, detective duo um, <laughs> in a cart. Um, we see inside of the walls um, and people reading newspapers on the street. Um, and Zeke in a carriage. Um, he says, "You guys are calling it a victory." Isn't ignorance a scary thing? Um, the person who's in the carriage with him is Levi. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Levi says, if I send your body to Marley and reveal your little plot, your gramps and granny are going are done for. But if the secret plan of yours is real, I could wait to chop you up. Either works for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Zeke thanks him for his graciousness um, and then says, well, shouldn't I see Aaron first? And he says, you don't need to be in a hurry. We have the finest hotel here for you and you get to stay in there and relax for a while. Um, yeah, that is quite the scene as well uh, because we find out uh, that's kind of skipping ahead. But yeah, it's not a hotel. It's a forest. It's just a forest. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just some trees. Yeah. Oh man, it was. It, it I thought it was funny, you know. Oh yeah, the, the good Pikachu time. face that Zeke was making as he was looking up at the trees 
he's just like this is a hotel and he's just like got like his mouth is open and it reminded me very much of like the shocked pikachu oh yeah <laughs> good, good callback i forgot about that one yeah he just his face was priceless and he like they have a quick back and forth and uh, zeke asks him like hey can Gabby and Falco see this? And he says, um, Levi tells them, as long as you don't act up <laughs> and you stay civil, we might, uh, like, their safety is up to you. Um, but yeah, um, we also unfortunately see that the relationship that the anti-Marlian volunteers and the people of Parody is on rocky roads because we mm-hmm. see that... Yelena brought back a bunch of serum, Titan serum, um, with the rest of her squad. But we realize that they're actually being surrounded by a bunch of people in parody. And she says, well, isn't it funny that these guns were specifically used to go against the Marleans? But now they're being pointed directly at the Eldians of Marley. Um, so that was a, a little bit of an awkward scene. But yeah, that, that was a rocky road. And then... Going back to the kids, we see that they're in jail. Um, Falco and Gabby are sitting in a room together. Um, Falco's just looking out the window, just living his life in a cage. And Gabby is chewing on her thumb, growling Aaron's name over and over again. She, she needs to... She needs... She needs a healy way to cope, is what I need to, is all I'll say. Yeah. We only saw Aaron get that bad when he... T- consume two titans yeah that's mm-hmm. two titan aaron she's got actually we have never seen aaron without a titan we've only ever seen him with the founding titan and the um founding titan and the attack titan other than the scene with like mikasa and before his dad went into the like went on his like trip those were the only times that we ever saw aaron without those titans yeah, so mm-hmm. he's only ever been that angry. I'm just I'm pointing that out for the people who are like, well, Gabby gets a pass because Aaron was like a kid and he got upset. It's just like he's had two Titans in him the entire time. Like he has a reason. She has no reason other than the fact she's just angry. <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm not okay with Gabby sympathizers, guys. Um, but I digress. Um, going back well, to we're talking it. about Gabby sympathizers, I'm here. Hello? Oh my what? god! No, Ryan! Ryan, no! I'm just gonna cut off his mic. Give me a sec. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> it's mostly... Okay, here's the thing. The people that are like sympathizers of Gabby are typically manga readers. Except for me. <laughs> Does not matter. She's still... A bitch. I'm not sympathizing with her. Whoa. Can we say that? <laughs> That was mostly Wait. a joke. Can what? we say that about children? She said, <laughs> you said she's mostly, and I finished your sentence, a bitch. I didn't say, okay. I finished your sentence. No, no, I finished oh your sentence. God. I mean, I'm not a fan of this. I'm just not a fan. Um, Good, good golly gosh. Um, Yeah. We find out that the person who Armin has been telling the story to the entire time is Annie. 
in the crystal. And Armin says, hey, Annie, say something, please. Um, and we see no response whatsoever. Shocking. It's been three years that you've been talking to it. Well, probably four years since you started talking to a frozen girl. And she still hasn't responded to you yet. But who knows? Um, probably some hope. Um, and we cut to, we see the sunset. And Mikasa's still sitting at um, Sasha's grave. Still. Holding her scarf up um, across her mouth. She says, fight or die. Win and live. And now we see a dark tile room again with a sink and the person standing over the sink is Aaron himself, shirtless, with an ape pack, putting his hair into a pony tail slash man bun and says the only way to win is to fight. And we now see, um, we now see Aaron, Aaron in the shirtless without a shirt again. Yeah. Aaron yeah. in the shirtless without the shirt again. <laughs> that, that's a great way to describe it. I had a headache when I wrote that last part. Give oh, me a yeah. Break. Sure, okay, a headache. Yeah. A headache. Wink, wink, cough, cough. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Am I the only person that thought it was weird that Armin has been talking to Annie this entire episode? I. It's strange, but I get it because, like... He has nobody else to really talk to, you know? But doesn't he? I feel like he has pretty much everybody except, I would say probably except for me, uh, Mikasa to talk to. Like, he ha- literally has a whole squad of people to uh, help cope with it. If you're talking about... The- she's, she's not a titan, though. She doesn't understand like, okay. that, that response to that okay. heaviness. All right. Yeah. But, like, what does he expect is going to happen that she's going to... Oh, never mind. I'm... Future spoilers. Future spoilers. Well, no, it's he. Like you can tell that he's like he's one of the people that cares, unlike some people, um, and he probably thinks that that's like some way that like maybe she's in it. maybe she like it's almost like talking to someone who's in a coma, where mm-hmm. he's just telling her everything that's happening to kind of keep her up to date because like, well, what happens if she like. Wakes, wakes up. up like maybe she did hear everything that i've been saying um so it also it's yeah he has other people but like those other people have other to like lean on and the people that he leans on to the most especially mikasa and Aaron. like yeah mikasa is still there but mikasa is still struggling with the fact that the guy that she's been in love with since she was a kid is now a homicidal maniac yeah. and but still clinging on to that and that she's kind of into it's though. just i mean some people are just really into that you know what i mean like they just no really but I, want I, the I, bad I, guy like the bad boy i feel like she's kind of into it just because of the fact that like she goes ape shit on titans you know like so she mm. kind of takes some joy in it obviously not killing people but you know Do well you they are know people something? This is oh, what? You don't know, know what? Really yes, cool I do. About the credits. What? Yes. So, if you look at the credits at the very end of the episode, I'm going to show you what it typically looks like. Give me a second here. I just did this. So I'm going to send this in the Attack on Titan. Okay. Okay. Uh, Attack on... I do not know where it was. I'm like, what is life anyway? 
Um, okay, so this is what it usually looks like. I got this from a TikTok because I had it open. So this is what it usually looks like. These are the, like, in Japanese, those are the actual voice actors. So these are actors, and the top one is Aaron. The next one after that are, like, the people that he's usually, like, buddy-buddy with. Mm-hmm, right. In this episode, if you notice this particular screenshot, they've separated Aaron from everybody else. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Because some people believe that this is them saying, like, no one is, like, on Aaron's side anymore. Like, no one believes in Aaron. Like, we saw Levi, like, kind of, like, be questionable about um, Aaron's actions. Armin's now upset, and you could tell that, like, him discussing, like, what happened, putting the blame on Aaron for Sasha's death, and then everyone else kind of being on the fence. And I think Mikasa's there, too. So yeah, that's what someone pointed out, is it's been separated. These fucking Attack on Titan fans, man. I I didn't even notice that. That's insane. (laughs) A different breed, truly. That's what (laughs) I love about it. Also, thank you. What is Um, It's in in Inneria. That's the person who I got the TikTok from who pointed it out, so thank you for that. Um, It was yeah, I didn't even notice that until someone pointed it out, and I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Pretty yeah. interesting. We lo- we love Attack on Titan, guys. Oh, yeah. There's so many different things. I enjoy it. It sounded like wow. you were going to say something different. I it also is. enjoy it. Wow. Um, what, are your pro- what are your gripes about it? No, we'll save that for uh, like the, the end. I mean, I'll, I'll say my gripes right now oh, because we had a good place for my gripes. I've had the same problem with Attack on Titan since the beginning, where I don't, I'm not a big fan of the main three characters of this show of Aaron, Ormin, and Mikasa. Okay. The most interesting one out of them is Ormin. Like, Mikasa has a very one-sided personality, same with Aaron. But the side characters that they don't really expound upon are always the best parts of this show. Mm-hmm. And up until now, the plot has always kind of been the same of just, well, Aaron's here, so we either need to rescue him, stop, it's go, go do something for him, find his house, whatever it may be, try... The only season I really, really liked of it on a like all levels of it was season three, first half, where it was about Kenny mm-hmm. and Kenny mm-hmm. trying to like all the political stuff of mm-hmm. that. I thought that was cool and everything. It's like we're getting Historia yeah. stuff then and all that. And mm-hmm. now we're back to just heavy Aaron, but I know where it's going, so I'm excited to see all that. Everything. This is the season where I'm ready for Aaron to get what's coming to him. You can only be like this for so long without having to rip the consequences of your life choices. I, I will say to Ryan's point, yeah. I, I think if you, barring the the whole like children aspect of it, like I, I think when you when you look at them as like twelve or thirteen year olds, whenever that time that first time jump happens. Probably Armin has had the most character development. Mikasa and Eren have been pretty pretty static. Yeah, I'd have to agree. More with that. or less. 
Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's been rough to like. Like I one hundred percent agree, um, and I think I agree that this sh- episode should have been more focused on Sasha mm-hmm. because they had episodes where they just focused on like historian Ymir, and they had episodes where they just focused on some other characters. But I think this would have been a great opportunity to be able to kind of like either a focus on Sasha because she had been there for like she was such a monumental character, just being able to see like how she affected everybody else. And then they could have had kind of like those like little flashbacks um, in the next episode where Armin's kind of explaining um, because I think that would have been kind of helpful because I think it kind of made it a little bit choppy because they were trying to put some focus on Sasha, but also the focus on the whole Zeke and the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it would it could have hit a lot more if they put this episode as Sasha than the next episode being like why we're here because everyone's now questioning the whole situation i think if i had to specifically write this and by all means like i'm not like <laughs> it whatsoever i think it would have been cool to like have that, that and then the la- end of the episode being like them just kind of like questioning Aaron, and then showing like maybe armin venting to annie in the basement mm-hmm. and about the whole situation but i digress i also am just a huge sasha fan and i like that dynamic between her um, Connie and um, Jean. Like you can see, there's prog- more progression with those three than Aaron being a sad emo boy to sat more sad emo boy. Like I to think he evolved that way, but sad emo boy. I advanced. think I, with I, an APAC. Again, you're really focused on that APAC fee. That's all I got to say. Well, we, we okay, all should. First be. of all, uh, as uh, everyone should. Oh, be. believe me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, but no, I, I I definitely think that this episode should have focused on that trio instead of Armin and Zeke and everybody else. It should have just been. How, it should have focused on Sasha and how yeah. uh, Jean and Connie were like coping but it is what it is yeah no i agree i think it would have been nice to have that slight dynamic especially with knowing what's already happened which was like an intense like number of episodes and then what's going to be happening forward like in like when we get into like more of like the what's happening in the manga like obviously you guys don't know what's happening um my wording's all over the place but i digress um i think it's i think it would have been nice to just have that kind of like closure with that character rather than just being like oh here's just a few scenes and then making it very confusing because they didn't really explain the fact that it was like they say three years ago and then they jump right into present day without even saying (laughs) it's present day and then it's kind of like like, did Sasha die three years ago? And then, like, what's happening here? So, <laughs> so you kind of see that kind of, like, jump back and forth. So I think there could have been a little bit of more clear explanation where it, like, started and where it ended. But, no, I personally think there should have been, like, a whole episode about Sasha. And then maybe seeing more about uh, Niccolo. Because I think that would have hit harder if people knew, like, maybe more of their relationship or whatever was going on between Niccolo in Sasha because all we saw was her loving the food and him blushing because she was getting really excited over it. And that's all it was. I'm, I'm just saying there are more characters in this world than fucking Aaron Yeager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But who was, yeah. who has two Titans in them? You know, I don't give a fuck. Oh, Sasha's yeah. a, a person now too. three. Now three, now three. Yeah. Um, oh, epic. Yeah. I almost, also appreciate the four. fact. I appreciate the fact that like, 
Ryan's essentially saying what um, Hanji said last episode, where they keep on following Aaron, and every time they follow Aaron, they keep on and that they're just she's like the character itself is like at a breaking point with Aaron where they were just calling him out saying like we keep on helping you we keep on losing people and then you keep on doing the same thing over and over again like you're the reason why we're here what's up there's a reason why Hanji is my icon at this moment yeah that's not the reason why we just love Hanji you know I mean, that is true. We do love Hanji. We do love Hanji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her bad acting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably, like, the highlight of the episode, though. It was so good. If I'm being honest, I, no. just her acting was just great. I just um, want to see more of Sasha and Nicolo, but I digress. No. Maybe someday we'll get a spinoff. Someday. Someday. Oh, yes, the Attack on Titan cooking spinoff. I've been waiting. Dude, I was going to say the same thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just him oh cooking and her eating it for a good yeah, 20 it's, minutes. Yeah, it's literally Attack on Titan, the shoujo, and it's literally Sasha and <laughs> like her reverse harem with Niccolo, Connie, Jean, and the rest of the guys. Jean, I'm sorry, and the rest of the guys. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, hey, I they did a freaking high school edition of the show i think Junior this is high. yeah mm-hmm. i feel like they could at least make a cooking show off of it but say less Absolutely. but i digress um do we want to say anything else before we close the show v want to mention aaron's apps one more time or <laughs> i mean you just mentioned them for us I mean, I'm just making it's sure. True. You, you know. mentioned them again. Mm-hmm. You mentioned them. I don't know. Oh my God. I mentioned them again. This is the first time I mentioned them. Dude, you've some... mentioned them a few times. No, Fee's mentioned them a few times. I mean, you've mentioned them more times right now than I have the entire episode. I don't know. I only mentioned it once. Anyway. You mentioned it multiple times at this no. point. No, no, no. Sunday afternoon, when I went on Twitter, the anime aesthetics accounts that I follow were just tweeting pictures of Aaron's abs and I was like this isn't an aesthetic but <laughs> but I, but I appreciate it <laughs> but isn't it though isn't I do it? like to see it, it is. <laughs> no, because here's all. the thing it's because they realize that all these characters are now of age and they're like so now we become Aaron without a top on and now we're going to show multiple other characters who knows who knows Fee maybe next episode we get Levi I'm just saying once again, Reiner no. is Calvin Klein's. No. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> and Cowboy Reiner. Give me a cowboy hat. Oh, man. That's something Ooh. I don't want to see. That's not anything I want to see. My God. No. We, no. Have, we have all the tall guys now. We have Jean. We have Niccolo. We have, I guess, Aaron because he's six feet. Oh, boy. Okay. Christian. Yeah. He's like. He's Five the tallest ten, one, you know. Armin, no. I mean, oh, he's a yeah, colossal titan. <laughs> colossal yeah. titan, yes, he is. I know what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Oh my god, he's the bomb. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Slow clap. <laughs> Christian, did you want to mention anything else before we close out the show? 
can't wait for episode 69. It's going to be great. So help me God, if there's no romance in episode 69, I'm going to be very upset. Like, I feel like Levi and... There's no room for romance. Come on. Like, uh, just like... Okay, yeah, you're right. It's not going to happen. The only but. romance that they had was like 10 seconds long. And then they proceeded to kill out the only LGBTQ like couple in the ep- like season three. So rest yeah. in peace. But like maybe this is the episode where, you know, Aaron tells Mikasa how he really feels. Uh, he's just dead inside. And yeah. He has, yeah. No, he has <laughs> no room for romance. <laughs> I'd take that. Oh I'd take that. Ryan. Do you have anything else to add before we close out the show? Um, just excited to see where everything goes, like usual. Even mm-hmm. though a slower episode, still very much interested. Mostly with what is he going to do out in those forests? Is he going to be permanently be Beast Titan? But also, like, what did he expect with that, you know? Sorry to cut you off, Ryan. Well, I promise you he was expecting a prison cell. He's happy with the forest. Dude, I was expecting. Yeah. I- yeah, okay. All right, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, Fee, where can people find you? People can find me at Twitch and Twitter with my handle that's over there. That's um, right. It's Um And you can find me here on this podcast where I talk about Attack on Titan. Okay. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at RyanTheLion3055 for most things, anime, hot takes, whatever it may be. Okay, cool. And Christian, where can people find you? Nice. Hello, they can find me at IsoChristian on Twitter and Twitch. Um, I, I want to plug my movie podcast because uh, Ruben was just on the show and we just had a director slash actor interview that went live today oh, that was yeah, yeah. really cool oh yeah Double heck yeah who's the director palmer wells uh that was where you're gonna have to see you're gonna have to wait and see to find out uh yes that's okay that's all right that's all right we'll work on it we'll work on it um okay um and where can people find you ruben well people could find me tomorrow on this channel where we have a special guest coming back to the show, and it's going to be very exciting. Who that guest is, you'll have to find out tomorrow, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I'm excited. I don't know. Will you? We'll see. I, I, I think so. All right. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. Um, thank you guys for joining us once again. Have a good night. Absolutely. I love you. Goodbye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.